Okay, okay. Craig, you fucking scared me. Also, I had to start that. I don't know how to re how to recover the recording. I'll send you the recording ID for now because I've never done this. I don't use Craig. It's not my thing. Uh, welcome to It Was All Because of a Curly Straw. Uh, I'm your co-host, Rain, uh, and I'm here with my co-host, Messy. Hi. Tomorrow, <laughs> it's my birthday. <gasps> it's almost your birthday! You're gonna turn yes. 19, right? Yes, I'm gonna turn 19. I'm very scared, because <laughs> that means in one year I'm gonna be 20, and that's terrifying. Yeah, my sister's gonna turn 20 this year, and... I'm still in denial about it because she's still my sweet little baby sister who's in university. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, this episode starts with, like, a, is it showing Blaster beat. First of all, can I just say the designs of this are kind of weird. What happened? Why does he have a nose guard and nothing else? I think that's from his original design. G1 I don't think he had a nose guard in the original Blaster. design. Let me see. He didn't. Where'd it come from, then? Why does he have a nose guard? Put it even away. In his, even in his toy design, he doesn't have it. Where did this come from? <laughs> Put it away, sir. He doesn't have it uh, later. Like, at least in More Than Meets the Eye, he doesn't have it. So, uh, they change it, at least. Uh, yeah. Thank God. But it starts with Blaster being shot out of the life, and then it cutting to him floating in space with a shot through his chest. He's not dead because he still has color and also graying out isn't established by this point. Yeah, I, I think it just means that he... I, I think it just looks like he's kind of, like, a little faded because uh, he was he's beat up. Space. He was also in space and cosmic radiation does that to you. It makes you fade out. Yeah. That's why, that's why the flag on the moon is white. <laughs> I was about to see that! <laughs> uh, and also, why does this... Yeah. Why does Silver Ball have lips like Megatron from Warfare Sandwich? Hold on, let me see who the artist is. It is Emilio something. Emiliano Santa Lucia. Santa Lucia. Why does Silverbolt have Megatron, War for Cybertron, Megatron lips? He also has. They're not as prominent as Overlord's lips. They're um, very prominent. But they're more prominent than uh, normal because usually Transformers artists don't give lips to characters unless they're girls. Yeah. Like, RC, Nautica, um, fucking Nickel. I, I hated Nickel with lips. It, feel, it felt so weird. I didn't like seeing Nickel with lips. Put those away, Nickel, please. <laughs> this Nickel, is disgusting. Please. They yassified the grandma! Uh, at most, what they'll do is, um, they'll do that thing that they sometimes do and anime where like they'll give them like the indication of like a bottom lip like the little yeah part, the little shaded bit where like usually like but that's about it they never give them full-on lips and it's just silver bolt it's so weird it's silver bolt why i don't Put like it please like it wouldn't be as weird if everyone had them or it's if so no one weird. had them <laughs> like it's weird that it's just him it's weird, it'd be weird if everyone had them, but he also apparently ugly. Anyway, it's it's uh, very weird. Um, perceptor when he still had an eye. Yeah, he gets but yeah, Blaster gets taken in by some alien. An organic uh, an organic alien. Yeah. A very weird looking crown. 
Um, and a beard. The alien has a beard, but no head hair, which I think is interesting. And then he gets prepared by a preceptor who's pre-angst and pre-sniper mode. Yeah. He, uh, he's very beautiful. I love you, preceptor. <laughs> um, sir, you're so autistic. I diagnosed preceptor with autism. Yeah. He's so, like, he got hit with the tism stick. <laughs> Block him with the tism stick. Where's the sound? Come here. That's the sound of the plasm tism stick being used. Did that actually play? Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Anyway, Silverbolt, they're all like, uh, the blaster doesn't remember anything that happened. Uh, his memory kind of sucks, and like, that one, that what happened, who shot him, it doesn't exist. And, um, probably from all the cosmic radiation fucking destroying him from the inside out. Yeah. But maybe he's allergic, uh, to, uh, the sun? Ultraviolet radiation, like Rewind. Rewind was allergic to ultraviolet radiation? <laughs> Yeah, it got mentioned uh, in the in more than meets the eye because oh, uh, I didn't notice that. It's been a while since I've read it. Uh, I think it was uh, during the explosion, like early before he uh, he got like caught up in the explosion, and they were running to the med bay. And Chromodome was like, he's allergic uh, to ultraviolet light or ultraviolet radiation and uh, other things. What? And, interesting that he can, be, um, he can be allergic to something as specific as ultraviolet radiation because that's how you see color. That's what that's, uh, that's, that's where color comes from. Does that mean Chromedom, Does that mean he's technically colorblind? Hold on. Um, technically, some people theorized that you know, like the the story beat that Dro had um, originally planned for Rewind and Chromodome. Yeah, wasn't um. Chromdome, I think, was supposed like, to be a villain. Yeah, that's actually a, a leftover of that. Because, um, yes, because uh, ultraviolet light, uh, it was yeah. mentioned that the only way to see the pinpoints of his needles yeah. is through ultraviolet light. Oh my god, yeah, and he was, like, puppeting Rewind. So that's how, like, oh, that's so cool. It's kind of yeah. interesting how you see leftovers of stories from, like, the earlier iterations and shit. Like, fuck. As a writer... <laughs> Who has it's been very to write a story from a long time? It's very interesting to go back and see like the remnants of like pieces of the story that you made. Yeah, it's very interesting because I wouldn't have noticed that if someone hadn't po hadn't pointed it out to me. Uh, yeah. Because uh, they said that uh, there's ultraviolet light when you look at stars because that's what they give off. Yeah. Um. And uh, if you remember, they liked um stargazing outside of the ship oh my god rewind should be fucking dead <laughs> so no he wasn't actually allergic to ultraviolet light uh chromodome just wanted to cover his ass yeah so it's just a leftover from that anyway silverbolt says that the only way for someone to have attempted to kill blaster was it would have to be an autobot and um anyway yeah which blaster is, is not trusting of anyone anymore yeah. And we see Nightbeat, Bringer. I don't know who that last person is. He looks weird as hell. <laughs> what is going on with these people's faces? I don't recognize this one. Specifically oh, colors. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um Cosmos is in the background of the one where he's like greeting Blue Streak and oh fuck what really? Inferno. Okay. Yeah, he's in the background. He's behind a uh, beachcomber. Oh, 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 I see him! It's him, it's him, it's him! <laughs> going rabbit over the spaceship. 
He's so small. We love him. Uh, I love him so fucking much. He's my baby boy. I do think Beachcomber's design is very interesting at this. He looks very worried. He looks. He looks like, you know, uh, when like you just sad. like um. You know when you uh, use your thumb to push up the middle of your eyebrows and you look worried? Yeah. It's that. He or looks like, like when that. a dog gives you like a very worried, sad look and it's just like, oh, please. I'm begging. He's just, I'm thinking about sad stuff. Because <laughs> I'm a beachcomber. I'm a fucking. What is, it? what is beachcomber? He's like a geologist or some shit. He likes the ocean or something. I don't remember what his specialty is in G1. Yeah, I, I think in G1, uh, he had, like, a very specific vo- voice where it sounded like he was gurgling water while he was talking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I um, think uh, I think his voice actor was Frank Welker. Yeah, Frank Welker does a lot of G1 voices. Yeah, he He's does a lot of He's very talented. He is extremely talented. He is so fucking talented. He did um, Megatron. Um, the, Soundwave. The, the one he's most... Yeah, he, he the one he's most known for is Megatron, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, Megatron. But he also did uh, Soundwave and Beachcomber and a few other ones. I think he also did Ironhide. Yeah, I think no, uh, that was Peter Cullen. I thought Peter Cullen voiced both oh. Optimus and Ironhide, and it's like they mm, sound like okay, two yeah. totally different people. And that's what I was like. You should hire voice actors for this reason because they can do like three different people and have them all sound completely different. Like. The only reason I recognized that Steve Blum did Starscream is because Steve Blum is known for doing cap- characters with raspy and gravelly voices. But, like, Zeb from Star Wars, this is someone else he voices, and Starscream from TFP still sound like two totally different people. Like, if you were to put them together and tell them which one is Zeb from Rebels and which one's Starscream, you'd be able to point them out because Zeb sounds like big tough guy and TFP Starscream sounds a bit like a schemer. Yeah, he sounds like very interesting. He sounds like a Grima worm tongue or whatever. Yeah, that's what made me so obsessed with voice actors and voice acting when I was a kid. Like yeah. that's what I wanted to be for a very long time, and now I am a voice actor. Hell yeah. I would love to do voice work. It's just that um I struggle with like accents and messing with my voice. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to yeah. do that to be a good voice actor. You just I know, have it's to just very hard very... for me to manipulate my voice into doing other things like at best I, like i can do like a good flutter eye impression for like five seconds it just takes really oh that's so cute you have to like shove your throat balls oh that's so sweet you sound so sweet <laughs> yeah you I learned is that you because I watched used to watch a lot of um the lost narrator bloopers and they would do the Fluttershy voice and she's like I have to shove the throat balls which I think are the tonsils into my throat I used to be able to do a very good um Bugs Bunny impression uh when I was in middle school like that's how I introduced myself I think in my theater class and then after that uh several people came up to me during lunch and be like hey Hey, are you the girl that can do the Bugs Bunny voice? And I was like, yeah. Uh, I was popular for like a fraction of my time in middle school. Oh my god. I can also kind of do a good Pinkie Pie voice, but it takes me a minute. I'm Pinkie Pie. I like parties and friends. I kind of lose it if I try to like start talking fast because of the way that I talk. Mm, Anyone can do a Pinkie Pie voice if they can go high pitched enough. They just have to talk fast and keep the high pitch. I can't do that. I stumble over my words. Yeah. 
Anyway, back I, to we got off track. I haven't taken yeah. minutes today if we can't. Let's tell. continue. He's like, I don't trust anyone. And I'm like, oh, it's a blue streak. I think that's blue streak. Is blue streak actually blue in this? Holy shit, he is. I think he is. Um finally he's blue. I remember in G1, he's fucking gray. Yeah, uh, and the one that was actually blue was smokescreen. But I it was the reason why he was called Blue Streak in G1 is because I think he talked a lot. And he was talking up a blue streak. I don't know what the fuck that meant. Me either. English is my second language. I don't know shit. English is my first language, but I don't know shit. Uh, anyway, he has to, like, get his memories back, and he describes it as, like, watching a stranger. Yeah, it's like, he sees, like, like, the the incident, it traumatized him, and it's like, he sees himself talking, and it's like, that's who a different is person. this that's... man? Yeah, it's just like, they, and he talks about how, like, the blaster they want is the voice that they know and love, and not this version of blaster the way he is now, which I think is interesting. I think it's very interesting how, like, after traumatic events, you kind of look back and, like, you view, you view the past version of yourself as, like, a totally different person. Like, you can't go back yeah, to that, it's... and you can't be that anymore. You can only try and emulate it, and it's just like, wow. That's kind of deep for Simon Furman. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Simon Furman is known to be a really shit writer. He's very, he's not good at writing even when he's not being racist, transphobic, xenophobic, homophobic, etc., etc., misogynistic, you know, the works. Yeah, he's, okay, I will admit, he's not a bad writer. He's, he's not just, bad, like, but he's not the best. Yeah, he's he not the best. Um, like, because, like, the TF wiki with, like, the whole Furmanisms thing. So long. So Yeah, hold long. on, let me look up the Furmanisms. Yeah, Furman- me, and my friend, me, and, me and my friend Kit were talking about it recently, um, and they were like, the TF Furmanism page is so long. Some of these lines would actually be very good if they weren't overused. Yeah, there's, like, they're divided into sections. Like, a short, sharp lesson, because he repeats that. Uh, A whole world of pain, because he repeats that. All the dirty jobs, can I do less, cannot, will not, die screaming, down to earth, literally, um, fight and die, it can be hurt, it is over, finished, it never ends, like some predatory bird. Never did want to live forever. Never no, did want to live forever. Dead. Kind of slaps in the terms of Transformers because, like, they kind of do live forever or just a really long time. The only thing that gets to, like, if they didn't have to deal with sickness or illness or, like, just general disrepair, like, they could reasonably live forever. Yeah, like, that's actually very interesting because it's brought up in More Than Meets the Eye and Lost Light uh, because it's mentioned that no one has like, no Cybertronian has ever died of, like, old age. That's not yeah, it's always been, like, their spark ever. has given out. They've gotten rust. They've suddenly exploded from, like, something f- making them overheat and their energy on it combusts. Yeah, or they were killed in battle. Uh, stuff like that. Or, like, oops, spoilers. Um, he died Guys. of exhaustion. Um, he died of cybercrosis, I think. Like, Cybercrosis got to him, by the time mm. they caught it, they couldn't hear it. Yeah. That was, um, that's kind of what happened with Tailgate. It's just that, uh, what's his name? Cyclonus did something with the sword. Didn't Cyclonus give yeah, Tailgate, uh, because... like, part of his life energy or some shit, like, through the sword? Yes, uh, that's what happened, because the swords, uh, he got one from the knight, uh, from, like, uh, the knights, uh, not the knights, um. Circle of Light. 
ah, what was the circle of light? Yeah, he got a sword from the circle of light, and those swords are connected to like your spark energy. Um, so that's why they don't they don't really use them all that much because using them takes up your spark energy. I have a sword, similar sword that was based off that for D and D. I have a D and D character who's part of like a race of monks, and they like worship a goddess of light, and they are heavily based off the circle off the circle of light, and they have a sword where. Your lifespan gets decreased every time you use this sword, and um, if you die while using the sword, you A, disintegrate and cannot be revived, and B, your spirit becomes part of the sword. That's so interesting. I yeah, like and the that. sword is kind of semi-sentient, and it will eventually make its way back to the place where it was found, which is the monastery. Ooh. It's really weird, and it's kind of implied that like it kind of like affects your That's way very of thinking, cool storytelling. or like influence, insert some influence over you, but not enough to like count as like mind control. It's more like Hey, I have a very good suggestion. Kill them. Yeah, subtle suggestion. That's interesting. And what Cyclonus did was that he stabbed his sword into the tailgate so that the bit of uh, where like the spark thing is um, yeah. connects into tailgate spark, uh, and that's what happened. Like he basically like like you said, he gave tailgate half of his like life energy so they're connected. oh my god they're married <laughs> they're married that's how that's, i think this is part of where they get the idea of like oh my god he yes. uses repeated sound effects sorry i'm looking at the it's like this is where like the idea i think of like um spark bonds came from in my opinion because mm, i don't think they yeah. i don't you don't really i didn't see them that much because i know a tf author who has like fix from like the mid to early mid to late 2000s and I don't think I don't think um more than meets the eye comes out came out until like the like early 2010s it was kind more of... than meets the eye uh started in 2012 yeah it was also it was very gay for the time um <laughs> because two men visibly kiss on screen and get married on off screen they fuck on screen they I fuck. <laughs> um I was gonna say something oh yeah they fuck. Uh, this has something to do with like another one of my hyperfixations. Uh, there's this novel called I always forget the name. It's uh, Scum Villain Self Saving System, and one of the characters is um, it's a Chinese novel that was translated into English. And there's this one character called Ye Qingyuan, and yeah. he uh, he has a sword that is connected to his life energy too. Characters have big evil have like swords that are like connected to their life energy that makes them more powerful, but it makes them forces them to not use it because if they use it too much, they will die. Anyway, we are also we've gotten very off track. Yeah, uh, let's continue. Um, anyway, so... as Blaster is watching his old self, his assassin comes to kill him. I really wish this website would stop giving me fucking pop ups. Do you not Jesus have Christ. a? Uh, it is on. I don't know how it's happening though. I think they've like found a way to like. It's not giving me ads. It's just occasionally it will bring up another site. That mm. I simply click out of. It's weird. Anyway, um, he's attacked again. Blaster fires at him. He escapes. And the attacker used a white static cloud to offset the internal security monitors. But they did such a poor job of it that they used that they that they can kind of make out the image. And I'm just gonna say it right here, right now, is that that clearly is Beachcomber. It looks a lot like him. I um. I have an excuse of not being able to tell why it's Beachcomber. I don't have glasses right now. I'm using old contact lenses uh, that don't have, like, my full uh, prescription because... Oh, so you can't uh, see I shit. Some... I can't see! 
so he kind of looks blurry and I could You can kind of make out his visor and his coloration and it, it's exactly like Beachcombers. And he has like a thing on the front of his chest where it does look like Beachcomber and it's like the general like face shape and like that, like the thing that's behind his back. Now that you mention it, I do kind of see it, but still it's very blurry. Yeah. I won't have glasses he... until next week, so. Shit. Oh well. <laughs> Anyway, Blaster announces that um, he's gonna start doing things again, and then he's still, like, after he does, he's gonna start doing the voice again. Or whatever. This is the voice! I'll be broadcasting live to all Autobot outposts a fully amped audiovisual shot to the system, a guaranteed tonic for the troops. Okay, Blaster, quit being dramatic. I get he's a radio guy. I love Blaster. I love Blaster. Him and his kids. He doesn't have the kids in this one. I call his I call his Cassetticons his kids because I call all Cassetticons and like you know the whole thing. Like I call like Soundwave and his kids and Blaster and his kids are in like a constant family suburban feud. I like to joke yeah. that they're just two families that really hate each other because for like really stupid reasons. And this one they do have a reason. Blaster does have a reason to really hate Soundwave. Yeah, Sunwave did something uh, really shitty and like bad. Yeah, uh, we'll get to it. So Blaster uh, gets into like a neuro simulation that takes him back right to the moment where he was attacked while he was um he was about to um uh broadcast, broadcast. to like yeah. Oh, yeah because the thunderhead passed thing. Yeah, he said it was like his home away from home and. It's very interesting because, oh, right, oh my god, sorry, um, I scrolled down a little bit and I saw Getaway. Yeah, that looks like Getaway! Why does this keep opening up pop-ups? Jesus. It literally looks, Getaway, Cup, someone else, and then two guys that you don't recognize, but that looks a lot like Getaway. Like a very terrible G1 Getaway, but still Getaway. This man yeah, cannot see like... his own two feet over his chest, I'm sorry. I I looked um I looked up his original uh design from G1 and that looks exactly like him. Yeah, sexified. Did you see the picture I think Alex Mill posted of the um Yes, 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 uh, yeah, where he's, like, so- holding a knife above him, and he's like, I'm going to kill you. You're really hot. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's very funny. I really like it. Uh, there's also Cup and two other bots that I don't recognize. Yeah, I don't recognize these guys. Anyway, right as he's about to broadcast, um, the assassin comes and shoots him out the window, it looks like. I'm going to be honest. And um, yeah, he broadcasts uh, says- and comes. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's you. What do you... And then he's like, forgive me, and then he bl- blasts him. Yeah. And then the Decepticons come with what looks like Trypticon or something? It looks to be Trypticon, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I guess, I think it's assumed that, like, they wrecked the Autobot shit. They just yeah. Just them up. And, um, and then he's, Perceptor gives him batches, it's Mirage. Mirage always gets accused of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, they <laughs> choose so Mirage. so bad for him. They choose Mirage, Beachcomber, Inferno, and Blue Streak. And I actually have in my notes. Hold on. Um, 
So I wrote, okay, so Mirage, Beachcomber, Inferno, and Blue Streak. I don't think it's any of them. Raj is sus, but I don't think it's him. Beachcomber has always been a kind of hippie dude. Inferno, I'm not actually sure. I just remember him from G1. And Blue Streak, hmm, I don't know. The hand is blue, so Blue Streak or Beachcomber because Mirage is a darker blue. And then... <laughs> Mirage is more of a teal. He doesn't. He also yeah. doesn't have the same face shape. Yeah. And I was like, I was really trying to, like... Who could it be? And I, I also was find like, it interesting really... that they have Beachcomber turned around because I think they figured out that like maybe they could identify it through like the glasses. So they turned Beachcomber around so you wouldn't be able to automatically go, it's Beachcomber. Yeah. And I was like so sure that it was actually a Decepticon. Um Yeah, because I actually went, why does it look like Motormaster? <laughs> it looks like Motormaster because of like the square thing. Because Motormaster it has like a weird square head. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I didn't want to um, suspect my boy Mirage because I fucking love him so fucking much. You used him um, so much. Like, I have a lot of feelings about Mirage. I feel so bad for him. Like, in V1, he gets accused of being a spy. And, like, probably happens in... This is, like, this happens in other continuities. It's just, like, God, leave him alone. And he doesn't really help himself uh, later uh, in his spotlight. It's not actually, like, a spotlight on him. It's actually, like, a, a thing that he's imagining if he had be if he had been a Decepticon. It doesn't help his case, really. I mean, we kind of think about really fucked up shit sometimes. Like, what would happen if I would have done this? And what would happen if this would have happened? And I think that's, like, it's, like, I don't want to say human nature, because they're not human, they're Cybertronian. But, like, it's just, like, I think in a person's nature to imagine... They're written by humans, though. What? They're written by humans, though, so it's like... Yeah, they're written by humans, so it's possibly just one of the... Yeah, so it's kind of like we give them human-like traits, and one thing human, humans do is um we have a... Ten Hold on, there's like a word for this. What is the word for imagining when bad things happen? Intrusive you? thoughts? Not intrusive thoughts. Catastrophizing. Mm, okay, yeah. That happens to me a lot. Oh, no, wait, that's like an anxiety thing. There's like... Okay, so like... I don't want to. It's kind of weird. It's kind of hard to describe, but like, it's like imagining yourself like in a plane crash or having to deal with like the death of like your family or something like that. And yeah, like, I have like, a like yeah. And it's not like intrusive thoughts. It's just something that happens. Mm. Yeah, I can see the difference because I only really knew about intrusive thoughts, and I've heard about catastrophizing. But that's like what, more what of like an anxiety thing. Or, um, where you, like, always imagine things in, like, the worst-case scenario. This is more like you imagining it happen, but there's not really, like, much attached to it. Mm. That's interesting. I might look up... It's more, more like I like that. I might look more into it. Yeah, I'm having... I remember me seeing it once, and, like, I lost the, like, list of, like, interesting words, but whatever. But I feel like Mirage doing that is normal because it's... He's not... <laughs> People fucking nowadays people just don't seem to realize that just because you're thinking about it doesn't mean you're doing it. There's a difference between action and thinking about it. Yeah, um, that's also that's like why... a thing with uh, intrusive thoughts because I have very, very violent intrusive thoughts. Yeah, I get those. And uh, there's and a difference between being distressed about these intrusive thoughts and actually acting out on them. Yeah, he starts uh, quote unquote broadcasting. We'll see later what actually happens. Uh, we see. Blue streaks. Uh, no, not blue streaks. Fuck. Beachcomber. Beachcomber's <laughs> hand. Um, he throws a grenade 
And it, like, and detaches, like, the part of, like, the space station from the rest of it. Yeah. It's, like, it lo- like right there, um, it looks like Energon because it's pink. Where is it? Uh, I'm looking for it. Like, where it says... Jesus Christ, stop giving me pop-ups. Fuck. The panel after the explosion. Okay, give me five seconds. I'm on, like, a weird thing. Okay. Oh, yeah, it does look like Energon. I think that's just, like, part of the ship breaking off. Might be oil or something. Yeah, Um, it could also be that this is also, that this place is fuel. No, it wouldn't be powered by Energon. They need that for fuel. It's more likely to be, like, radiation or some shit. Maybe. Oil. I'm going to kill this website. <laughs> Please. This was never an issue before. Why is this an issue now? Do you have, um... I have, like, several ad blockers. No, I might but do need you to have, like, more. a pop-up blocker. We're getting a pop-up blocker. Yeah. Yeah, I have several pop-up blockers. Blockers? Pop-up blocker blockers. ultimate. Oh, I forgot to add it. Fuck. Pop-up blocker ultimate. And then Beachcomber's like, it's done. And then Blaster says, if I hadn't seen it with my own optics, I wouldn't have believed it. So why'd you do it, Beachcomber? And Beachcomber has, like, the sad eyes. And he's like, I can't stop myself. Something else is controlling me. And it's just like, ah, they're using this plot line. Um, I find it very interesting. I'm, like, weird about this kind of thing where I'm just like, how, do you, how would you deal with, like, possession in a legal sense? If one, because, like, there's different forms of possession, right? There's one where the person is not aware of what's happening, uh, the per- one where, there's, where they are aware of the possessed entity, but not of what's really going on around it, and then there's one where it's, like, their body is being puppeted, but they are fully aware of what's happening. Yeah. And it's just, like, how would you deal with this in a legal sense? How would people react and respond to it? Not only just the people that they hurt and the p- person who's possessed, but, like, those learning of the possession. Like, I just, I just, I like to think about it because, like, this doesn't have an IRL. It's an interesting thing to think about because, like, you can't really, like, puppet someone like that. There's, well, like, manipulation. Uh, oh, yeah, continue. There's, like, manipulation, but, like, there's not, like, physical, I'm controlling you from a distance kind of deal. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was drinking water. You're fine. Um, I can just throw it right now. <laughs> Don't burp. I won't. <laughs> um... Uh, that's actually a trope that was talked on in Trope Talk on um, Overly Sarcastic Productions. Uh, and it's been a while since I watched the video, so I can't remember everything. Uh, there's like the trope of like, um, I know you can get through this because you are my friend. This isn't you. Please. You can scream. Um, it's great. You can fight this. Um, and that's what happens here. Uh, he's like, uh, uh, hold on, let me see. He's like, he he's like, he's like trying to talk Beachcomber through it so that way Beachcomber can like actually fight against it because Beachcomber's like, I tried to resist, I tried, but I just couldn't. There's no, oh yeah. Beachcomber says, sorry, but it's not enough. There's only two ways this ends. Either I kill you or you kill me. Also, the lighting in this has suddenly changed and it's very jarring. Yeah. Why is, what happened with the lighting? Like, it was very warm, and, and then suddenly cold. the... And now it's cold. What happened? Did the lights suddenly change? Like, Maybe the, the emergency lighting system turned off. Maybe. Because, like, cause, like, the alarms were blaring earlier, and, like, that was, like, a warmer light, so I guess they turned off. Mm, maybe. Also, your blaster transforms and uses his speakers against Beachcomber. Yeah. 
And then he says the line of either I kill you or you kill me, which, by the way, really fucks me up a little bit. Like, having to fight, like, a friend and being like, either you kill me or I kill you. There is no way that we get, we both get out of this alive. And I'm just sitting here like, that fucks me up. Yeah. That fucks me up. Because, like, like, I there is nothing wrong with tropes. Tropes exist for a reason. Tropes, Some tropes are as old as, like, theater and, like, writing itself. Yeah. Like, there's tropes that date back to ancient Greece that are still used today. And, like, that's fine. That's tropes. Tropes are used for, tropes exist for a reason. They're not bad. It's when things, it's, it's a cliche, I think, that's more bad than anything else. Yeah, when it's such as, and it's, like, repetitive. And it's, like, okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with using tropes, and it's okay to occasionally break a trope, but, like, you shouldn't, with, when it comes to the story, you shouldn't set up with the intention to intentionally break all of the tropes, because that just gets shitty after a yeah. while. I think this comic is the first time that, um, Soundwave is involved in, like, a brainwashing or mind control kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, because in the original cartoon, he was, like, a telepath. He could, like, I think he could read people's minds. It's been no, a no, while no. since i No, no, no. In the watched. original cartoon, that's the telepath thing. I don't think come in until IDW. Um, in the original okay. comic, I think, um, fuck, did he actually have, hold on, TF Wiki Soundwave. Oh, there's <laughs> gonna be a lot. I don't actually remember. I don't remember a lot. He he was more he was ba- like um sorry I have to like actually look at the G one uh cartoon continuity yeah don't worry uh, he has never mentioned being oh oh he is a telepath I think okay. he also was the guy that produces right. the Energon cubes as like the storage device because they come out of his <laughs> they come he out of the <laughs> those are called his boobas for a reason. <laughs> He provides, um, milk. <laughs> I was reminded of, um, the one comic with the yeah. um, Dysformer where it's yeah, like, you live in your huge boom. Is there milk in there? Searching human internet. I'm not going in there. I get there. Rumble frenzy return. I want to Skyward being like, I want to get inside, and Megatron just looking like they've died. <laughs> uh, and Soundwave and the Insecticon Bombshell is here. Yeah, I think, yeah, Bombshell, I think, has always had the ability to control people via Cerebro shells. Basically, yeah, Cerebro an shells. egg in your mind, which is really creepy. Yeah, uh, I think Bombshell... He's also uh, tiny! Is- He's tiny. Oh, he's a literal he's bug. Tiny. He's a literal bug. He's, he's a literal baby. bug. He's yeah. tiny. I could I could squish him between my fingers. Actually, no, wait, I uh, couldn't because Transformers are massive. He would squish me. He's the size of Soundwave's hands. Uh, so he might be yeah, the size of a Yeah, he's about the head. size of like a very large human. Like probably, I would actually estimate him to be larger than a human still. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. And interesting that, uh, the Insecticon, specifically Bombshell, is brought back in Robots in Disguise. Yeah. Uh, the comic, not the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, he's brought back in the comic, and, uh, he, this is gonna be a spoiler, but, uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> he mind-controls Prowl. Yeah, he mind-controls Prowl because of something Chromodome did. 
Oh yeah! Oh yeah, because Chromadon like basically like jerked his needle, jacked his needle, jacked into fucking Prowl's mind to erase the memory of him attacking Prowl. And I think no, it happened more it was, than once. Uh, uh, it was uh, left behind from like the whole thing that Dro uh, decided to leave out. Oh uh, yeah. Because apparently it was to erase um, his memory of Prowl knowing that Chromodome knows about Dominus. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Also, you keep I keep hearing you say Dro, and I'm like, y- you mean Jro? You mean you mean Jro, right? Uh I know it's J-Ro, but I've always said it in my head as Dro. Oh god, I say J-Ro because it's easier. <laughs> I find it is very, it's funnier if I say Dro. Dro. It's very confusing to me because I hear you say Dro as in like Drow minus the W. Okay, fine. J-Ro. You're Thank bullying you. me. You're bullying I'm sorry, me. I don't want to bully you. I'm just pointing out like I can't understand it. Also, in the person where he's like, eh, I'm me, like, in that first panel, it looks like he has eyes. Like, they're, like, light up, lit up behind the visor a little bit. It's interesting. Do you not see it? Oh my gosh, you're right. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. And then, like, he collapses because, like, it burned out part of his processor, which, like, God, that must, you probably are stuck with, like, permanent brain damage from that. Oh, yeah, that sucks. So I probably lost, like, memories or, like, the ability to do something. And I'm like, I'm just like, I feel sorry for this guy. Yeah. Silverbolt's like, I almost didn't. When uh, Braster says, I'm okay, thanks for holding back. And Silverbolt says, I almost didn't. When I saw you were unarmed, I was I was ready to come storming in. Funny I'm thing floating is, in space. I wasn't... Hmm? Floating in space. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing is, I wasn't unarmed. I used the biggest and best weapon in my arsenal. My voice. Da, da, da. How dramatic. Uh, anyway, there's like a very short epilogue. It's like three panels. It's, it's Yeah, it's literally just three panels. Yeah, and um, it's just like, they talk about Beachcomber, Prowl says he's alive. Or, you know, he's like, he, he, they're t- he talks, he asks Receptor how he's doing, and he's like, I'm alive. I also find it interesting that they don't ever show him from the front, which I guess is kind of how they... No, wait, he doesn't... When does he lose his eye? He loses it with the Wreckers, right? Yes, he uh, okay. gets he gets uh, taken prisoner with the Wreckers, and uh, it's shown later uh, with Drift, and he's, like, kind of traumatized. And he's like, I haven't read this part of the comic um, this is my first time reading phase one, um, apart from like a couple issues, uh, but this isn't one of, the, uh, but like the issues with Perceptor, uh, I haven't read that. Uh, I have seen like stuff on Tumblr and it's like, um, he felt so vulnerable uh, because he's a scientist, he's not really a warrior. Uh, and he becomes like, he loses his optic and he puts in like that uh, thing, that glass thing. So yeah, and he becomes a, little... a sniper. Yeah. Which can't be any easier because one thing about snipers is that sni- one thing that's about snipers is that they have to look people in the eye when they kill them. Oh no! Like a- don't tell me that. Yeah, that's what happens. That's part of the reason why. That's part of the issue with being a sniper is that you think like oh it'll be long distances, okay? But no, you have to see someone's face through a scope, and it's like zoomed in. You can see yeah. them as they die. It's really fucked up. Pictures of like how far you can see with a scope and it's so yeah amazing it's yeah so it's far. really far away it's it's actually kind of fucked up because like 
it's probably why a lot of snipers are fucking traumatized as hell, because, like, you would watch people die through your scope. And it's just, like, being there in person. <laughs> anyway, um, Beach- Protector explains that Breachcomber- that the Cerebo cell in Beachcomber burned itself out, but it took a good portion of his neocortex in it, which I'm assuming is, like, your frontal cortex, which is, like, where, like, your personality and memories are stored. I think. Part of your memory. What is the front- frontal- frontal lobe? It stores memory, emotions, impulse, control, problem-solving, social interaction, and motor function. Also, he says goodly. He says goodly portion. What does that mean? Goodly <laughs> portion. Goodly. Oh, his, Oh, it's an actual uh, word. It means... Dude, in IDW, uh, he has a very short um, oh, article. So... I'm looking it up as we speak. Yeah, I'm there. Uh... Where is it? Come here, IDW. He, he appears sporadically, but he does um but he does appear like uh later in the comics, like in uh the Optimus Prime comics. Okay, yeah, I remember this. Uh so he does uh appear at like the very end, like at the end very end of the Unicron comics. Yeah. And he's a he's admiring some flowers. Aww. I remember talking about this in um, Saeed's server. He likes flowers. Yeah, he was like, oh, pretty flowers. <laughs> uh, anyway, Blaster is like, uh, Blaster says that he's angry, he has work to do here, but and then he, and, but when he's done, he's gonna go find Soundwave, and he's gonna make, he's gonna kill Soundwave. He's like saying, the last voice he hears will be mine, well, like mimicking like a gun with his hand. I'm like making the motion as well. With my own hand. It would okay. have been better if he just, like, held a fist. Yeah, the gun the thing kind of makes it silly. Yeah, it's very silly. I find it really funny. I am perturbed. I really don't want to read Spotlight RC. I really don't want to read yeah, Spotlight RC. Yeah, we're stalling. God, let's just get this over with. Let's get this over with quickly. I will say, in the very first panel, that fucking mouth thing is really cool. Like how her like kind of like how her like her face plates kind of like, split it off. It is very cool. This it was, was drawn by Alex Milne. Yes, and he draws robots really well, and he makes them really hot and attractive and look good. Yeah, he did some designs for um the cartoon, right? Uh, uh Earth Spark. I think was so, it yeah, him he did, or was it? Yeah, it was him. It was him. He did me me meso meso tarantulas, not mesothulus. I can't say his name. Also, how do you say ja geox? I fucking can't say his name. I'm sorry. I if think Kage it's geoxis. 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 I used to say geoxis. Geoxis. <laughs> geoxis. The H is silent. The H like is very silent. Yeah. Except if um, this was pronounced in the Spanish way, that would mean the J would make the A. <laughs> it, it would it would be pronounced hiaxis. Uh or um and X's aren't pronounced like X. They're pronounced like uh either sh or they're pronounced like sh or h. Like Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, I remember because I remember me listening. We there was used to be a catchy basically when I was in seventh, sixth and seventh grade, I took Spanish. And at one point we had to learn all the names and the capitals of the Latin-speaking countries of Central and South America. And I remember it being really too excited just over Mexico City, Mexico. Yeah. Um, whenever uh, someone is, like... So anyway, it starts with... I don't really want to read any of this. 
It's talking about RC really wanting to fucking kill Geoxys. Yeah, uh, the thing is that um, it gets explained later in the comic, uh, but basically uh, Geoxys wanted to introduce gender into the Cybertronian race, and uh, RC was his first victim. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. I don't want to uh, even hear it! Ugh, this makes me feel, like, gross and icky inside. <laughs> I'm like flapping my arms rapidly now. I don't know why. Yeah, let's just get let's get through let's get through this as quickly as we can. Yes. Um, okay. So, so RC, RC is like and Megatron, going nuts a little not bit. Not Megatron. RC Magus. and um, Ultra Magnus, Ultra Magnus. Are fighting. Because um, he has to like do his duty and enforce the Tyrus Decor, which is basically like Transformers Geneva Convention. And RC is like, no, we're doing this the hard way, and starts like attacking him. Um, and RC, because Magnus is like, I'm not your enemy, but you left like a trail of like carnage and stuff halfway across the galaxy. And like, enlighten me as to why the fuck you're doing this. And RC is like, you wouldn't fucking get it. You don't understand. Fuck you. Um, yeah. They see she, her like, as like, cut. she's crazy and like out of her mind. She's just violent. And I don't like that. I don't like the implications of that. Me Especially either. with the character that's basically being trans, that's basically trans. Yeah, like, she's literally trans, but in the most transphobic way possible. Okay, I understand not liking when something is done against your consent. I have characters that are like that. I have a character that was... Mm. Their name is Sairi. They were they worked for the government, and they got involved in a car crash that cost them an eye and a leg. And they were approached and were told, do you want to try these experimental prosthetics? And it were, and they, so they were like, sure. And it worked, but the government also discovered that Sairi had, like, it was in, like, her genetics to be, like, super receptive to this kind of thing. So they, like, didn't ask for her consent, used her in experiments to try and to try and create a super soldier that could stop, like, basically an eco-fascist revolution that was brewing. And it failed. They put her in, uh, like, stasis or, like, um, cryostasis for, like, 50 years, and she wakes up and she's, like, confused and, like, there's a difference between that and, like this she's like angry because i would they asked me i would have said yes but they didn't ask me and then there's this but like sairi's chill about it sairi's like i can't do anything about it now i have to live with it and i have to learn to accept myself as i am now that's probably this probably probably sounds super fucked up yeah so they fight and ultra magnus uses like a a shot grenade had enough concussive clout to take down a raging machadon machadron whatever it is and she's still like kind of moving but then they take her in and uh yeah it sucks and there's then guys. after they leave there's these two guys and they look exactly the same yeah they they look they're like literally the exact same and i think that guy is geoxys uh that's yeah him. i think the guy in the middle that they're speaking to is geoxys yeah and Sorry. So now they're That's in Garrus fine. Nine. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, I know part of Gar- Garrus Nine is like the prison that um, it's a prison. It's where they store a lot of dangerous guys. You see stuff like blood, just like ransack and bludgeon. I think bludgeon's shown up before. Yeah. Um, repugnous. What does that say? Long tooth skyjack. And RC is there. She's like it's spark. Basically, they removed her spark and put it in stasis. Yeah. And right here, they're talking about Monstroke Decor. Um, and the names are so funny. Scowl, Slog, slog. I think wild that's an fly. actual... Was it like that 
my god. Didn't they have to change one of the names of the Dinobots because it's like a slur in like British English? Uh, Isn't it slog? Slag. No, it wasn't. It was slag. Yeah, it was slag. Yeah, it was slag. Um, I think that means like cunt in British English or something. I I, I think. Uh, hold on. What does slag mean? Uh, stony waste matter separated from metals during the smelting or refining of ore. Hmm. Wait, British... slag meaning slang. Okay. A woman who has um, a lot of sexual partners, so a, a whore, basically. They, they call her a whore. That's what slag uh, means. It's a whore. Yeah. Cunt uh, also means something similar. Yeah, it, ju- it just means whore uh, in oh, British no. slang. Oops. <laughs> Oops. And one of the names that really got me was bird brain i love that because it just means he's stupid he's just he's just stupid i love it he's just stupid he's like a bird he doesn't have i say this is someone with birds i love birds but like a lot of them have brains the literally the size of peas parrots like if you if they learn how to talk act like five-year-olds for like 80 years yeah but like almost all birds are tiny and this usually means they have very small brains and that makes them very stupid i love them but they're stupid (laughs) Even the big birds have very small brains. Yeah, that's why there's that's why they act like they're five, because they have small brain. Hee <laughs> hee stupid. I love um, them. Anyway, um they're talking about um Monstructor and uh And they're like how, trying like, to um understand. dissect what's wrong with them. Like what happened? How are they doing this? How can they combine it into this thing? Yeah? Hello? Uh-oh. You're cutting out for me. Hello? 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 Yeah, mayday, I was like, is mayday. that... Mayday. Mayday. And I was like, is that Jetfire explaining this? It looks like... <laughs> it is Jetfire. So, yeah, that is Jetfire. Uh, it's mentioned. Uh, like, progress report Jetfire. Yeah, that's him. Uh, it's so weird for Jetfire to be working at a present. At least he's kind of hot in this one. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of hot. <laughs> I don't like smell. I like Because everyone's super hot. <laughs> like, let me smooch him. I, I want to kiss him. He He's a lesbian to me. He's a lesbian. Even Starscream are lesbians, but they're dudes. It's like this very weird vibe of men who are like, they're like, you have lesbian vibes, but you're a dude. Yeah. Um, Actually, does that just make them trans? No, it doesn't. Wrong thing to no, say. No, like, I'm... a lot of cis dudes get, like, uh, propped up as, like, lesbian icons. You know, like, gay icons, a lot of them are women. Yeah. yeah. Um. Some lesbian icons are men, uh, like Thor. <laughs> like, for a long time, I just saw so many lesbians obsessed with Thor. But we all want. Anyway, um, he Jetfire explains that Monstructor has been tampered with on a submolecular body, their bodies and minds confused into one combined entity that called itself Monstructor. Um, he wants to reform them rather than incarcerate. Um, but they're, like, really resistant to everything they do, and it's, like, the urge to destroy has been, like, hardwired into, like, their group consciousness. He's basically describing, like, they're, like, a- it's, like- okay, so, like, you know how, like, with combiners, like, they're all one- like, when they combine, it's, like, they're one distinct personality, but, like, when they're separate, like, they're yes. all- they all have- it's, like, that monstructor is constantly together, even when they're not. So, like, everything, like, they have, like, a group conscious, and, like, they don't really have much in terms of a distinct hive mind. personality. Yeah, that's like a hive mind. That's so interesting. I think that's what it's talking about. God, he draws Jetfire super hot. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Look uh, let me kiss him. I want to kiss him. And, and then so uh, some Decepticons. Really... 
show up. Decepticons show up and they're starting attacking and um, they want the Monstructor. They want the Monstructicons? What? They want Monstructor. They want Monstructor. And the Combaticons? Hi! (laughs) Hold on, I'm trying to find them. They're like, there's like a ton going on in this comic. It's very bright. uh, It's a a lot. Um, I don't like when there's like it's so bright and it's like you don't really know what's going on until you see people again. Yeah, I think that's I think it's trying to emulate like like the chaos of battle. Yeah, you're right. So like and, and there they are. Combaticons. I'm giggling and kicking my feet like a schoolgirl. Wooga wooga, you're all gonna like torture and kill me, and that's okay. <laughs> you can kill me any day you want, please. You can step on me. And this is different from when Overlord comes in, right? Like, like they, like they, it's oh shit. Is this when they capture Garus Nine? I don't remember. I don't. No, there's a different thing because uh, RC does drive him away. The computer, give me an al- analysis of current inmates. Main category: Autobot. Subcategory: Threat level nine. And there's only one result, and it's and it's RC. God, she's drawn so hot here. She's very hot. It's just Simon Furman wrote this. Like, so it's like an it's like an issue between I really think the way RC is drawn in Spotlight RC is hot, and but like she's also Simon Furman's transphobic dick. Like the way she's written, trash. Horrible. The way she's drawn, mm, I would I would kick that. I would not kick that. I would hit that. Like, oh god, I just want to kiss her. I want to kiss her. <laughs> and she's being rebuilt um which is terrifying but also cool and it's very interesting that they gave her blue lipstick yeah i do find that interesting <laughs> Part of me like knows she's that, all that, that, that she's she's eating the blood of her enemies i'm like no edergon in this is pink except for except for kevin nance it's blue so yeah she's covered in the blood of her enemies except for her lips which i guess is kevin nance for also covered in the blood of her enemies <laughs> and uh ultra magnus and her have like a, a talk and oh, yeah she like, says she's in hell and i'm like do they really have a concept of hell i guess they kind of do it's like the pit the pit's considered hell yeah i don't know if that exists in here i guess it does yeah I, um i i think it gets like talked about more in like later issues we'll have to see uh but uh ultra magnus no not ultra magnus it's this is fort mount this is Fort Max. Fortress Magnus. Uh, uh, Max is um, impressed like, that RC kind of instantly knows where she is and what's happening. Yeah, and he's like trying to like, hey, if you do this, we won't put you back in the sack. And she's like, uh, what's it? like? Why, why should, should I give a damn? I do anything. And he's like, well, I can tell you where Geoxys Geoxys is. And she's like. Okay, fuck yeah, I'll do it if you can tell them give me a lead. And then the Combaticons move in. Combatic the Combaticons, uh, that was the one Swindle was in, right? Yes, Swindle's not here. The one in the back looks like Swindle though. Which one? The guy with the yellow they all have yellow visors. Shit. I can't really tell which one's in the back. Uh the one uh in the panel that says Fatum Fatum. That that's Oh yeah, the the yellow and pr- that's Swindle, I think. That's definitely Swindle. Yeah, that that has to be Swindle. He just gets also. like fucking demolished. He just his last word is oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Difference. Oh. 
And then RC just fucking kills him. Oh, I love, I love the look. I love I her love mouth. The look. It's like, oh my god, so what does sexy. that remind me of? It reminds me of the xenomorph. That's what it reminds me of. Kind of like <laughs> the way the xenomorph opens up its mouth. It's kind of like, oh yes, hello, miss. And Jesus. here it's they terrifying. say, oh no, not her, strutless fool. She's nothing, just more slot, just more fodder for the slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouses, they don't have pigs or animals. That's very <laughs> Why did I pick up on that? I'm asking uh, very stupid questions, I feel. I'll like. tell you what I told all the others. If you're between me and his handiwork, you're gone. Just gone. I'm going to burn it all down, and you ride along with it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, fuck this, we're out of here. Yeah, and they take uh, Monstructor with them, and- Also, is Skyfire wearing a visor and mask? Yeah. He's even hotter with that on! <laughs> You're right! Characters that have visors and masks are so much hotter. I just... Yeah. I love it. Then, uh, Fort Max says, No one move! And then they answer, Tell me, does that ever work? And then they leave. Does that ever work? No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get really into more of the transphobic stuff, and I'm just like, I want to skip this, I want to skip this, I want to skip this, I want to skip this so badly. Yeah, um, but maybe we should talk about it, because it's, like, really fucked up. Um, it is fucked up. I, I'm not even going to read it. I think I might leave that with you, honestly, because yeah, um, I can't bring myself to talk about it. Yeah, uh, so I'll talk about it. So, Furman, he's not a great dude. Nope. Uh, he doesn't like gay people, he doesn't like trans people, he doesn't like women. Or women. Um, Anyone who's he, not a cis, straight, white man. Yeah, he doesn't like a lot of people. He's a bigot. And, um... A Nazi bigot. Probably a Nazi. The two are kind of one and the same. Yeah. And, basically, he doesn't like RC. He has, like, something against her. And, uh, in the UK comics, because uh, he wrote for the UK comics, um, they wanted to add RC to the story. But he was like, Ugh, I don't want to. And then he was like, you know what? Fine, but I'll do it in the worst way possible. And he was like, oh, uh, the reason RC exists is because um, these feminists are so angry that there's no women Cybertronians. There's no female Cybertronians. What fell? Oh, uh, there's no female Cybertronians. So uh, they're going to force Optimus to make a girl. And then even after Optimus makes RC, they get angry because, oh, why is she pink? Or why does she look like that? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like such a far, um, it's like so far from like the reason RC was actually created because one of the animators for Transformers, um, when his daughter liked Transformers and he wanted a character that his daughter could look up to. And yeah. RC was the I first- I had to mute for um, the entire thing where, like, you talked about the UK comics because I fucking hate it so much. It just makes me want to, like, bug out. So I had to mute yeah, for the entirety of it that. It makes but, me like, really angry. And the entire here, purpose um, of RC is that, um, because I got to speak to- because one of the, um, here, I can probably give a little bit more insight on the what RC was originally meant for. Um, RC is kind of like a combination of two separate people. One of them was that their daughter- wanted to have a t transformer i wanted a girl transformer because they like they one of the writers wanted a girl transformer and one of the other writers was the one that got to speak at tfcon 2022 
in Chicago, and he said that he modeled R.C. after his mom, because his mom was, like, a single mother living, like, in a time when, like, you weren't a single mom. You had to marry someone. And, like, she remained single, single and, like, had to deal with all the hardships of that, and she, he, she was strong, and, like, at the time, you didn't have strong female, especially mother characters, and I guess he kind of put, like, he kind of emulated R.C. after his mom a little bit. So it was kind of like a combination of two different- Like, he was basically meant to be like, there's a girl transformer, she does stuff, she helps fight in her own- in some ways. It's kind of like the result of, like, two different writers being like, we want a girl in there! Because someone we know, we let- we- because one, one guy was like, my daughter wants a girl transformer, and the other guy was like, I have a cool mom. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, her origin is so, so sweet. And then he tarnishes it by being so- sexist this is like what happens with windblade windblade was like cool and stuff and then like m scott ruined her and like no no very few people like her because because of tau t-a-o t-a-l-r-1 this is exactly what happened with Windblade. why does this only happen to female transformers jesus it sucks and here uh simon Furman has said that transformers uh aren't like they're not men they're just like they just don't have gender and that's why there's no girls and that makes it gay yeah and he's and he actually said that oh also they're still not gay just because there's uh only men uh they're not gay they're not they're just not um and i just find that so fucking stupid this man writes himself into gay corners like he like every time he writes like he tries to make it not gay and he fails and here we have um, an exchange between Jetfire and RC. RC, what is it between you and him? Help us understand. Fort Maximus says, Jetfire, it's okay. I don't think she'll harm me. You don't even know you're doing it, do you? Doing what? She. We use he among ourselves and don't even think about it. It just, It's just the pronoun of choice, right? Haven't you ever wondered why it's she and her with me? It's because you unconsciously sense a difference. Geoxys arbitrarily decided to introduce gender into our species, and I was his first test subject. He tampered with my I fundamental like CNA, this. and you know why? Because he was curious, because he could. And I don't like uh, this. I don't like this. I don't like, I don't like this it entire either. exchange. I hate and it. I am so grateful that later writers kind of retconned this. and uh, Yeah, I think like, they realized that this was kind of bullshit. And they went, they probably just pick and choose their gender because they introduce, because they get introduced to it. And they're like, I like this. I'm going to use yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I steal was, your pronouns. <laughs> it was introduced later, uh, specifically with uh, Lug and Anode, uh, which, if you don't know, they are two trans uh, original characters in Lost Light. They're trans um, lesbians. They're like a trans. They're trans, trans lesbians lesbian and they're married. Uh, and Anode uh, explains that that when they left Cybertron, they left Cybertron uh, with, like, um, uh, I don't remember what they're called, but they explore other planets, and they saw that the world was bigger than just he, and they saw that she fit better. And um, it was very interesting because Lug um, is, like, uh, supposed to be, like, a uh, a trans woman that hasn't transitioned. Uh, and like, the note um, is, like, has transitioned. Physically. And a node has, which is very interesting. Uh, like a node doesn't have like uh, the feminine figure that we usually see in um, female transformers, uh, but a, but a node does, uh, and uh, which is like 
super cool because you don't need to look a certain way to be a woman, you know? Yeah. At the very end of the comic, they Alex Milne does give designs, does give, like, the land of R.C.'s design, and I think it's really cool looking. Yeah, he had, like, different colors that he was going to use. Like, there was a blue R.C. at one point, which maybe like... this is where... Yeah, Maybe this is where they got as a blue RC and TFP. Maybe. How old is this? This is from 2008. TFP started in 2010. 10. I think. Yeah, so this might be from it, uh, I think. Let me actually check it if it is from 2008, because the blaster one was from 2008. Yeah, this one was February 2008. Okay, so yeah, this might be where they got it from. Yeah. Uh, so two years before um, uh, TFP. It was like color studies. Yeah, color studies. And I really like what they do with RC later in the comics. Yes, RC later is moi. They saved her. They salvaged her from a horrible fate. Yeah, like, they they still, like, um at the beginning of, of Robots in Disguise, because I did read it uh, a couple times. Not as many times as I've read More Than Meets the Eye. Um, that was a read... good one. That was... Uh, I really like More Than Meets the Eye. Um, But I I have read Robots in Disguise um, a couple times. And she was written in, like, a a certain way at the beginning. Um, She was still, like, an assassin. She was, like, still super dangerous. Uh, But, but like, it's not transphobic. (laughs) But they didn't bring up her gender again. uh, Unless they did. Um, It's been a while since I read the comics. Uh, I don't think they did bring up her gender again until later um, when they actually, like, write it in a better way. Uh, they mention it, like, like um, at Yeah, the... like, they want to make sure R.C. is badass as hell. Yeah, R.C. They wrote can her, be badass like, as hell better. and a little bit crazy without being transphobic. She's allowed to have a little bit of bloodthirstiness. I think that's hot in a woman. Yeah, like, I wrote uh, in my notes... Uh, where is it? Where is it? Um... I'm all for girl bosses that kill and maim, but did you have to write R.C. as a violent trans woman that didn't actually want to be a woman and was converted forcefully? Um, And it just made me so angry. Like, that's why I wrote in the server uh, that I've never wanted to strangle a man more than that moment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm honest. Like, reading this part felt... Reading this part, because I'm reading it in real time because I didn't read it beforehand because I forgot... Oh my god, you feel gross inside. I was like, I want to get up and run around my house and like go then go take a shower. Just to try and get the grossness off. It's so weird because this uh, comic is one of the first comics I actually bought. I am so sorry. I bought it on Comixology and I just really wanted to read it because I like RC. She's like one of my favorite characters. And then you get like the worst experience of your life. Yeah. And um... At the time, I thought it was really cool. And I I was like 12, uh, 13, and I didn't really understand what trans people were at the time. Like, I I had like a vague idea. I like, uh, I had like um, the idea of a girl becoming a man, um, a girl becoming a boy, but I didn't know of um, a boy becoming a girl. Uh, like that oh. wasn't something that uh, that was like, something I was aware of so it's just like um I don't really remember my thought process uh from this because again it's been like over 10 years <laughs> since yeah, I read it's been it's been 10 years time. um 
I was like 11, 12, and uh, I'm 23 now. I'm almost 24. God, um, I'm scared. I'm, I'm so old. No, you're not old. You're not allowed to call yourself old until you're 40. <laughs> I'll be old when I'm 30. No, you'll be old when you're 50. <laughs> and when you're 30, I, it's like, oh, you're finally blooming and becoming like a true flower in the garden of life, to use the flower analogy. Like, for, like, two decades of your life, you weren't allowed to do anything, and now you can do everything when you're 30. Yeah. Also, your brain's stabilized. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I just had, like, I had a weird, f- I, like, I, I, like I said, I don't remember exactly what it was I was, uh, thinking, uh, at the time that I read this comic for the first time. I just thought it was interesting that, uh, she was a boy before she was a girl um and uh also this is a spoiler uh sorry uh but i find it super interesting that uh she's actually uh galvatron's twin sister yes that i forgot about that yeah um fascinating yeah it's fascinating so she's very old she's She's ancient. ancient she is literally from the time of 13 primes Yeah. Like, and she's known Onyx and, like, Alpha Trion. Yeah. I just find it interesting that Alpha Trion is one of the oldest Cybertronians to stay alive. And I think he's... I don't remember if he dies on IDW or not. I know he's dead in the beginning by TFP. He dies at some point. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I mean, technically the oldest Cybertronian is wrong, but I won't say why. Yeah. Yeah. Robin, yeah. <laughs> I love how, first of all, um, I find it interesting that because of Rung, the way numbers can be written in Cybertronian, that Rung's serial number, when read upside down, reads one million. Yeah, that's so and interesting. that's how it never gets discovered that it's actually, you know, he's old. Yeah. He's, he's like, old. And, like, because of what happened, he's forgotten everything. He just thinks he's some guy. Yeah, uh, don't. Uh, if you're wondering about this, don't worry about it. Uh, don't, you don't worry about, worry about it. This. We, we um, will talk about it when we get to that, which may take a while because of what this, oh my god, has this been going on for like a year now? Yeah, Almost it's a been a year. Shit, we've been here a we, while. We started we're, we're last not even year. Into fa- like... I actually legitimately thought that we'd be in phase two by this point. I forgot how much there is. There's the a lot. Like, hold on. Um, there's still, um, we still have a few um in this uh part. Okay. Yeah. Um there's Devastation 1 through 6, Spotlight Grimlock and Wheelie Revelations 1 through 4, Maximum Dinobots, Spotlight Drift, All Hail Megatron 15. I actually have Spotlight Drift in physical. I got like a Drift the Drift comics and shit. Oh yeah, I think it. you've mentioned this. Uh where is it? Come here. Uh ha. Yeah, I have spot. I have Drift Origins and Empires, and I think Spotlight Drift is included in this. Yes, it is. Spotlight Drift, Drift one through four, Empire of Stone one through four. God, he is so hot. <laughs> and uh, there's like, okay, hold on. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, wait, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I love 11, the way 12. Sarah Stone draws her. 13, Sarah 14, Stone now, 15, sorry. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Okay, there's like 30 um, 
there's like 30 series that we need to go through um okay so basically it'll probably take up the rest of the year and then a little bit over to actually get through that and then we'll be on phase two which i think has more comics yeah there's oh yeah there's a lot more comics because there's post-war season one there's dark cybertron uh there's post-war season two um and then there's phase there's phase three um which I for I totally forgot about. Uh, there's the Revolution comics. Uh, there's Post War season three, um, which is like a lot of the um, crossovers. Uh, I'm not looking forward to reading those. I don't want. I yeah, me okay. either. Like, GI Joe is like okay, but like I don't want to read like Star Trek or whatever the fuck Marvel. I don't care about those. Yeah, there was only one Marvel crossover, and we already passed that and we skipped it yeah we skipped um, it because it's like it's not canon none of us wanted to read it i think yeah um i read it a little bit but it didn't really have anything to do with anything so i just stopped reading it like halfway through yeah. um and yeah there's going to be uh several crossovers um uh in in post-war season three um and that's when Unicron appears. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, Unicron number zero, Optimus Prime, Unicron number four, three, one, number one through four, Optimus 23 to 24, Unicron five and six, Optimus 25, Lost Light 25, and Historia, which is an optional recap of good quality, which um, we might skip, but I might read on my own. Um, yeah. Oh, God, did my sister spray perfume in here? Oh, I think my sister sprayed perfume in my room. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a, I I kind of like perfume. I just don't like too much. Anyway, do we want to wrap this up? Yeah, uh, let's wrap this up. Um, so uh, fuck Furman. Fuck Furman. I hope he dies. He still actually writes for Transformers. He writes for Earth Wars, the little um game now. He made Drift not like fanfiction. Like, bold of you to assume Drift doesn't write fanfiction. He definitely writes fanfiction. Are you kidding me? God. Anyway, yeah, fuck Furman. This has been the podcast. I'm gonna go, like, clean out my mouth. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Tumblr at All Because of a Curly Straw Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, unfortunately, uh, at aboacs underscore pod you can find us on kofi at aboacs by the time this comes out there's going to be come out in like september october kage is uh planning on doing a volume two of um the represent scene uh so if you want to sign up uh i suggest you go over to the twitter which is the all spark scenes uh, the the links will be in the description, uh, and so will uh, the links to our uh, social media. Uh, but yeah, that's been the podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll talk next time. Goodbye. Hopefully about less transphobic things. Anyway, Hello, can you? Voice. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>